hey guys welcome back to untouched welcome back it's l and riff yeah do anything for clout do anything for clout today we're gonna be talking about clout chasers and we used to be clout chasers so that's why we can talk about these things yeah um clout chasers aka us well freshman year us guys yeah. you've heard so many stories about freshman year us and we really put them through the ringer but they're good learning experiences you know and i would say we learned a lot from our clout chasing days yeah i would too we're not we're not clout chasers anymore i wouldn't say no you know i also get a little fanny flutter from a blue check mark but i'm not as stupid as i used to be okay um it all kind of starts with the idea that money and fame equals someone being cool and like having power. And then that in contrast to us being broke freshman year college students, it was a whirlwind, you know? Okay, well, let's set the scene. So basically, we both just moved here living in a dorm that's literally the size of your closet, probably. Literally um, your closet. We're we not just moved here. Elle got out of the most toxic relationship she's ever been in. And like literally the worst relationship ever on earth. Anyways. Devil reincarnated. Yeah. I was just, you know what? We just met and we thought... We thought we were better than everyone for not going to a state school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our personality. That was like, yeah, that was like our mindset. We were like, we're literally so mature. We live in this city. Like, we're literally the coolest people ever. And we were so young and naive. It's honestly terrifying to think about, kind of. But basically, in our mind, we thought that since we were <laughs> over going to like a a state school where the vibe was just a lot different and we had moved to a city but we were still children children i had had just just turned turned 18 i was 18 um and we had never we both came from these really small towns where we just didn't fit in Mm -hmm. and we were thrown into literally the third biggest city in the united states fact check check us that's That's true that's true and um insane opportunities um and obviously not everyone in the world has pure intentions so when you see i think this happens a lot more than people want to admit but when you see two young girls um that are obviously very naive we were definitely stupid as fuck not even naive just like literally (laughs) we had never been in any atmosphere like that before and like honestly nothing in the world could have prepared us for this and i wouldn't trade it for the world but we were definitely very 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 naive and a lot of people took advantage of that Mm -hmm. um in that naiveness we thought if someone was famous (laughs) famous if someone was famous if someone had money that mattered more than the numerous red flags they were presenting to us and that mattered more than who they actually were like as a person yes um grown men should not want to hang out with 18 year old girls no bottom line guys when i tell you i just turned 18 like these stories are fully like i was a month out of 17 that's disgusting and if my daughter i was talking to my friend about this the other day if my daughter did half the shit i did i would have beat the fuck out of her i think like every parent says that or like not you're not a parent but yeah. like every person says that 
I think everyone has to go through those situations to learn. Yeah. And we were just like lucky and we had each other, which I think honestly saved our lives because we always, we always, always, no matter what we're together, um, which if it was a single girl, I feel like it would just be a little bit different. So scary. Um, but I think every single person does do those things that are just so stupid. And you're like, why the fuck did I do that when you're a little bit older? And we were talking about this the other day. Um, you think when you're, we're literally, I'm almost 21. She's 20. Like we're not that much older. No, but no, no, no. Living in a city ages you a million times. So does any, I probably anyone's college experience, I would assume. Um, but you always think when you first gain your independence. So when you're 18, whatever, just moving out of the house or whatever age you do that, you think you know everything. Like everyone always yeah. says that. But then when you're that age, you're like, but I do. Yeah. And you don't understand that. Like when pe- women especially are trying to warn you about something, they're not doing it out of like spite yeah or they something. don't want you like, to have fun because whatever. you kind of think you're in that age you're like oh you wish you were this hot like you wish yeah. that they wanted you to come like no they've been through that like mm-hmm. we've all done it whatever and now they're just saying like why don't you skip that phase but i honestly think everyone to some sort has to go through a phase kind of like the one we're talking about it might be different but we decided that our phase does this make sense that phase of that type of that time of your life we decided clout yeah our route was clout some people might do drugs or something we decided to be clout chasers. we we wanted to be you know sluts for the clout yeah and like people might tell it went. they might choose frat boys or <laughs> drugs or i don't know what they choose but we decided that we were going to be clout, clout chasers just clout that's all yep. we wanted was clout and also i think a huge part of this is we always thought like we want to be famous. Yeah. So we want it. It's like, I don't know if you guys have seen almost famous, the movie. That's like our mindset. Like if these people pay attention to us, then maybe we'll be famous one day off of the recognition they give us. But that's not really how it works guys. And we had just started a YouTube channel. So we're like, Oh my God, like this is perfect. We need these people to gain fame. So we basically wanted to mooch off the men's fame and gain our own fame. Honestly smart. It was somewhat smart, but like, I don't think we thought it through (laughs) because like we would, we didn't have anything to be famous for. So like we were like singers and like, they just heard us sing. We just thought them spending time with us would equal somehow we would become famous. (laughs) And we would think like, like maybe we'd be like the Kardashians or something, but like the Kardashians started on a sex tape. I don't know if we were like forgetting that. Like they were just (laughs) hanging out with people. You know what I mean? Like we were not thinking through um definitely not thinking things through and we just thought by association we would then become famous yeah maybe there'd be like a little daily mail article you know yeah something something along the lines and then we could run with that yeah none of that ever happened we also thought like we could be like tana mojo Mm -hmm. and we were always like saying we could be like these people that we are not like yeah like we're not like tana mojo and i will not i love listening to her and watching her but like i am nothing like her i don't want to be like her i'm proud to say i'm not yeah you so know? i don't we thought that i don't know we just didn't think through the not in a bad way we just weren't we just thought that by association we would get famous and mm-hmm. we would use examples of people we didn't want to be like but didn't realize that we didn't want to be like those people yeah overall just not matured in the no. level of making decisions like that and probably shouldn't have been putting ourselves in these positions but it all came down to these learning lessons that we're now giving to you so I think it was all worth it you know who would have thought we would be sitting on a podcast 
telling our story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The way we went about clout in most instance instances were the DMS and yeah, we've talked harmless. about DMS. Yeah. We've talked about DMS a lot and it all went back to like the attention. We would DM people genuinely not. I wouldn't even think they were cute half the time. Never saw a future. I didn't even know what's going to come out of it. Like, what's going to come out of you sending a DM to someone and them responding. It was all of the like attention thing. So a lot of it was insecurity in ourselves and that attention kind of fueled a little fire, but it didn't last very long. So we kept doing it. Yeah. I mean, we would lay in bed and like DM fucking blue check marks all night. Like, and we hear like literally just thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah. We would just think it was funny and say, I wish those people, we were just so immature. It's insane. We would literally do it and then be like, imagine if those people from our, like girls went to high school with us or something like knew who we talked to. Yeah. We don't talk to them. No. We chatted with them for five minutes on DMs. Maybe waited for their DM that never came. You know, like Like, literally it was was not a thing. We thought our validation could come from DMing someone. Yeah. And it was all very false validation. But one of our stories did start in the fucking DMs. So yep. this was back in the Caller Daddy days. We've talked about them before. We'll probably we've keep talking about, about them. Before a little yeah, bit. we have. I think we've touched on this story in the Cancel Caller Daddy episode, and it revolves around Dave Portnoy. So we young YouTubers, internet personalities, we might say at the time, we wanted to be barstool girls, I would say. You know? Like yeah, just did. a little barstool personality whatever was going to happen from it and we thought the way to get to barstool is to get to dave portnoy and the way to get to dave portnoy is to flirt a little you know so naturally we both dm'd him and riv was the lucky gal that got the response yeah would you like to elaborate yeah i don't even really remember it was like kind of a joke we were up north with my family and we i don't even know why i dm'd him or why we both dm'd him because we I were having we were just, a fucking we midlife crisis. Bored as fuck, yeah. I think, and thought like, oh, well, this could jumpstart our careers. And we were drunk all week up north. We yeah. were like, oh my God, let's DM Dave Portnoy. So I DM'd him and I think within literally 10 minutes he responded. Like it was really fast. Yeah, it was. And then we just like chatted and he was like low-key kind of like weird, but I was probably being weird too because we were like drunk. And I like told my whole family and my brothers had kind of been like, oh, this is a little weird um but i i I was just playing off like oh my god this is like such a joke whatever which it was like Mm -hmm. it was not something serious and then i was like telling them i was like well this will be our big break like i was (laughs) telling my family that i was like well he's gonna sign us and we're gonna be on barstool um so yeah move over like literally i'm famous basically and then we just kind of chatted for a while and he kept asking me to come to Montauk, mm-hmm. whatever. He kept asking me to come to New York, come to Montauk, like all of these places. And he kept saying, and I, like, I kept kind of like trying to like move the convo. Cause you weren't going to go to fucking Montauk. No, to I was Dave not going to go to Montauk. Yeah. And he kept asking me and throughout this whole thing, we just reread the DMS. He never even asked me my age. And at this time, you guys, I was 19. 19. And how old is he? 50. And I would just turn 19 like that to me. But I could have, I looked so young. It's cause it's off. And I would understand if maybe he saw you in person, you know, it's hard to read ages, but like you can tell a girl's age by the 
phase of Instagram yeah. she's going through. You know what I mean? You can typically tell and at I'm least not that like, she's younger. I don't look that old. Mm-hmm. I would say like, I mean, maybe I look like, old. I don't know how old I look actually, but like, <laughs> I don't feel like I look that old, but especially at the time I feel like I would have quite like, anyone would have questioned it. yeah i think that's the thing is even if he can't tell your direct age off instagram he knew you were younger yeah he which definitely why it didn't maybe ding ding in his mind i should probably ask this girl's age before inviting her to montauk and we all fucking know what's gonna happen in montauk yeah. and we actually started thinking about this because a girl that i know she sent me an article about him i think it was in daily mail yeah and she had known what the situation and I, we were just talking about it, whatever. And I was just saying, I was like, at the time, I literally thought I was so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I took him giving me that attention as me being so cool. Like, like you had something on everyone else. Like, yeah, oh like, I'm God. literally so hot. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, the stupidest shit ever. And now I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God, you're such a perv. And, like, I'm not even against, like, age gap relationships. Like, I don't think Obviously. it's weird. <laughs> Obviously. But, I, but the thing I think is weird is that he didn't know me at all. Mm-hmm. He liked me based off my pictures. Yeah. And, and didn't ask my age. Like, there was nothing. Like, I feel like if there is an age gap, like, the any relationship, but, like, my, mainly... I mean, any relationship should be based off personality. Like, obviously, you have to be compatible. But if there is an age gap thing, like, I feel like that personality and, like, like, all of those things are so important at the beginning. Like, you have to, like, that is, like, one of the first things. And literally, you always talk about the age. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing Big asked me. Literally, was, like, how old are you? Like, you That's normal. Yeah, because it's, like you would always ask even okay this is what's weird is the two stories we're telling you guys today that they did not care about age but even when we were like in the pro athlete phase they would always ask how old yeah, we were that's when we normal to ask in age yeah. like it's so normal especially when you're talking to someone younger just because well maybe like obviously some people look old or whatever like no one would want to be caught in that situation yeah. the fact that you're ignoring it is mm-hmm. like that you wouldn't like care if they were younger. Yeah, like he didn't even care because he's not even there to like you know how sometimes it's like, oh my god, you really have to ask me how old I am, like what the fuck? Like you don't want them to, but like this man wasn't even trying to like protect himself. No, because I feel like the age thing like is like a green flag to ask because yeah. you literally do not know how old someone mm-hmm. is. So if you don't ask then literally you don't care. You could have been 17 years old. Like he didn't fucking know. Yeah, he didn't know. And then it would have been one of those things like, oh, uh, I didn't know. I never asked. And like, she never told me. Yeah, you should be the one to ask, Like, you fucking weirdo. But no, guys, that situation, I think, is like a huge thing. Just like Dave Portnoy is Dave Portnoy on his fucking own. You know, like this man is crazy. Okay, wait, I have another thing to say is talking about like whatever it's not like dave portnoy goes around meeting people in public Mm because not everyone knows who dave portnoy is i would feel like a lot of people don't know unless they're like in that like unless they're our age i feel like most people like our age and a little bit like the older generation know but i think a lot of people do okay but i don't feel like a lot of people our age if they don't 
like if if caller daddy i would have never known who he was yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean like i a lot of people do know what just he just with like, like sports and stuff i feel like guys for yeah, sure yeah but i mean yeah. girls uh, yeah okay like i feel like i a lot of people do know what he looks like i'm not saying that but like a lot of people also don't mm-hmm. so it's not like he's going around like meeting people in public and like not using who he is to rap in young girls Oh my Do you know God. what I mean? Yeah. So okay. it's like, that would have been so different if like I met him out somewhere mm-hmm. and he wasn't like, oh, I'm Dave Portnoy, red, like blue check mark. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he uses that. And whenever we've seen him out, he yeah. so plays up who he is. Do you know what I'm saying? It's disgusting like, guys. I think we talked about this is like, we were out and we saw him. He had a table next to us blocked off to the extreme there was no one in this club no it was empty blocked off to this extreme no pictures allowed of him maybe because you have fucking 30 girls surrounding you fighting for your attention because that's what i'm saying is like a lot of people do know who he is okay but a lot of people don't but by the way he acts everyone would know that he's someone yeah do you know what i'm he saying he uses his clout to so his it's advantage not like he's like just like some guy that's just like out whatever and like i get it have security but you don't need security like literally they would like shove people if they got close to the table it was so extra i almost guys. got kicked out for taking a video of someone who wasn't even dave portnoy and they told me i could not take a video just in general that night like no phones it out. was so extra so he definitely uses his position in life to his advantage mm-hmm. in a way that cool like wraps naive people in you know what i mean yeah he knows who he is and he knows that people Mm -hmm. will fall for it and like him because of that and that's also a huge red flag is he doesn't care if i were someone and someone liked me for who i was like on the internet and my fame i would instantly be turned off but he's turned on because he knows because he's manipulating people he He doesn't care what they like him for because all he wants to do is fuck them yes he literally does not care. He won't talk to you the next day. <laughs> so he uses his clout to literally wrap people in. Thank God you didn't fucking go to mom. Oh my God, talk, I would have bro. never gone. My mom would have <laughs> murdered me. Had your neck in a fucking oh chokehold. Never. <laughs> okay. But basically talking about my mom having me in a chokehold. Guys. Um, <laughs> not literally, but she probably should have yeah almost um so this is gonna be literally i can't believe we're talking about this it's giving me anxiety um really just a little i feel a little oh this story almost ruined our life but that's okay we're gonna talk about it so basically before we get into it we're gonna tell you why it almost ruined our life so the story itself is not that big of a deal i mean we were really fucking stupid but we couldn't realize that we were stupid yeah and we thought this story once again would skyrocket our fame so no 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 guys not even skyrocket this was one of those moments i know we said this before on the podcast in the la we've episode had a lot of moments. yeah we're on the plane and we're like this is going to change the rest of our lives this was us but times a thousand we are never going to be the same people again people are going to want our pictures there's going to be reporters coming after yes, us we literally Fully thought that. this would change our lives so yeah we sit down make a youtube video about it keep in mind we're literally dressed in mini skirts and shit about to go out yeah um telling this story post it our parents listened to it and pretty much yep it was not good guys oh my god it was not good the best part is 
like a year later i'm like oh, i'm gonna go through my mom's text i don't know why but sometimes i just feel like i have to go through my mom's text make sure she's not like talking shit about me um well she was so i go through her text on her ipad i'm literally not real and i'm like oh rib's mom I wonder what they talk about. And I'm looking through it and it's about Riv's mom sends the link to the YouTube video. My mom says, wow, they sound so stupid. I can't believe this. And then they're going back. Like, who do they think they are? Like all of it talking shit on talking us shit. as they should guys. I, we haven't watched that video since we posted it. I couldn't it. bear it. No, my family literally basically almost disowned me. Yeah. Um, it was so bad. I mean, their reaction was definitely very dramatic, but I could some I can see where they're coming from because of how stupid we were, mm-hmm. but they were definitely very dramatic. Um, it was honestly <laughs> just not a good moment in my life, but here's the story. God. I think we've learned never do this again, but now okay so before when we made the youtube video you could tell how stupid we were and how we thought like oh my god we're so cool for this yeah now we're telling it from a space of like don't do this don't do this don't follow our footsteps in the other video we were encouraging like guys you should for sure do this it was the best night ever yeah no no. don't do it it wasn't the best night ever it was fucking stupid okay so basically this is in our club rat days freshman year you know we loved a good club outing so we decided to go out and the promoter we always went out with texted us and said young thug has a table at this club he's gonna have an appearance you guys should come it'll be super fun of course we're like fuck yeah let's go don't even know who young thug is literally do not know who young thug is no i had no fucking clue so we're like you know what let's go it'll be fun we're going out anyways might as well get a little clout you know post a fun story so everyone thinks we're cool so we pull up to the club right getting out of the uber and these guys get out of the uber behind us and we all walk up to the door together don't know these guys new new people in our lives and the bouncer at the club goes, you can't come in. Young Thug isn't here anymore. We're at capacity. Like, leave. You're not coming in. Our promoter wasn't there. So we're standing out there like, what the fuck? Like, you're not going to let us in. This was the time when, like, our egos would be shot if we could not get into a club. Like, yeah. really, motherfuckers? So the guys are like, oh, man, that's weird. And then they turn to us and they start telling us that they're on Young Thug's team. So naturally we're enticed and we're like, oh, wow, that's fucking cool. And they ask us to go back to the bus. (laughs) This is when me and Riv turn to each other and we're like, oh, should we go? Should we not go? Like, who the fuck is Young Thug, right? And we mutually agree to order an Uber and take it. Elle ordered an Uber (laughs) for all of us, even these guys. First red flag. Why would she order the Uber? Okay, you're on Young Thug's team and I'm ordering the Uber to United Center. We definitely got like a Toyota Camry. Oh, it was literally a Prius. It was literally not real. It was fully a fucking Prius and all four of us were in the backseat. I remember it. (laughs) Okay, so we show up at the United Center. There's all of these tour bus. We're like, okay, this is fucking weird, but whatever. It's freezing cold outside. I literally remember I was wearing a leather skirt. Same. Um, It was just like, yeah, literally not it. And then leather skirt and leather jackets. That's important for later in the story. Yeah, that's literally disgusting. Anyways, we have to wait outside the bus while they empty his cat's litter box. (laughs) 
second red flag waiting on outside of the bus finally they but it wasn't like a bunch of people it was the guys that clearly knew young thug and like three other girls and us yeah so it was like not a lot of people we were surrounded by men basically yeah and then these girls also like knew like everyone knew each other but yeah better than we were just some random bitches that showed up but like everyone at least had some association to young thug or someone on the team we had just been introduced to all of them yes and so then after this we finally get onto the bus and they're like well we're gonna have to take your phones we're like ooh, (laughs) that's a little weird but fuck it take them so we just like give them the phones we're like whatever we'll just sit here nothing can happen if we just sit here and don't move and we were together and we made sure okay we shouldn't have given the fucking phones but we (laughs) thought we should have given the phones and we made sure guys we were like there were hints of us being smart in this whole stupid decision we weren't gonna drink anything we weren't gonna smoke anything granted i was fucking stoned walking off of the bus later that night after the fucking secondhand high guys yeah i have never in my life seen blunts so fucking big they look like cigars we're fucking so stupid honestly it sort of <laughs> freaks me out okay so we give them the phones we walk in and we're sitting there for a long time everyone's being really mean to us honestly so mean. so we're like all right we're about to leave we're just gonna go they're like okay like whatever and they just like give us our phones back and keep in mind we didn't know young thug to the point where we didn't know what he fucking looks yeah, like. So we were I, like, I don't know if he's in here. I don't know what's going on. Let's just leave. Everyone's being really fucking mean. Well, the guys weren't really being mean, but they were just like, mm. everything was just like really awkward and weird. All the girls were, be- the girls are being really, really mean to us. Yeah. It was just fucking awkward. Um, we knew we didn't belong there. Like it was just not our fucking place. And then we were about to be really smart and say, okay, let's just go. Like there's no fucking yeah. point to this. As soon as we get up to leave, someone's, we, they give us our phones and we're like walking off. We're like saying bye to everyone. They're like really creepy, but we're like, <laughs> okay, bye. And then they're like, wait, 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 wait. Can you wait like one second? And we're like, okay, like what's going on? And they're like, what's his name? Jeffrey wants you in the back. <laughs> You missed a chapter. Okay, go back to that chapter. <laughs> we are saying bye to everyone. A man busts through the back oh, yeah, door yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. he walks up to us and he introduces himself as Jeffrey. Once again, don't know Young Thug, don't know his actual name is fucking Jeffrey. Shakes our hand and he walks away. And then we're like, okay, see you guys. Still wanting to leave. And they're like, are you sure you want to go? And we're like, what do you mean? They're like, that was Young Thug, and he wants you guys in the studio. And we're like, hmm, huh. Us yeah, in so the studio. We're, we're just <laughs> stupid again. Give them back our phones, and we go into the studio, and it's literally just me, Elle, and Young Thug. We, not fucking We had real. already said, we're like, we're not drinking anything. We're not doing anything. Like, we obviously don't want to have sex with this guy, and obviously that's what he's, like, expecting right yeah, now. Yeah, 100%. So we're like, this is really fucking awkward and we don't have our phones so we just decide this is when i don't know this was when god's grace or what someone came to save us someone's ancestor said nah (laughs) and we talked this man's ear off for literally four hours you guys we were there till like 4 (laughs) a.m no literally never kissed him (laughs) nothing we just talked to him we made him talk about his dead dad or whatever grandpa (laughs) we made him talk about his childhood we made him talk about what charities he gives money to 
we would not touch this man the best part about it all this is it's a great story it's so fucking funny because we got really fucking lucky it's yeah it's funny because nothing bad happened so looking back on it it's like oh i can laugh because whatever you know and you know honestly he was fucking nice you know he was a nice guy Mm -hmm. he probably didn't i mean he didn't have good intentions but there was nothing bad that happened and he was fucking nice. He you just know? didn't want to spend time with random girls. He didn't know, know without getting what he usually got, which was sex. Yeah. We didn't really realize what we got ourselves into. <laughs> we were in alone in his fucking recording studio with him. Door shut. Door shut. And we were like, all right, well, we don't want to do anything. So yeah. we're literally going to pull out all the stops. That was probably the first episode of our podcast because we never stopped talking the <laughs> fucking time. You guys. And then we go, all right, well, we're going to go. It was so fucking funny. And like I've said a million times, don't know who Young Thug is. So we have no idea who we're sitting next to. Fucking no clue. Which also breaks down the barrier. We were asking this man fucking everything. Like we did not give a fuck because we didn't know who he was. We had no idea he just sold out the United Center and had Machine Gun Kelly opening for him. We didn't really know who Machine Gun Kelly was. Yeah, so then Machine Gun Kelly, his phone starts ringing. He's Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, oh, I'll answer it. Don't worry. He's like, all right. So I answer the phone and I'm like, hey. He's like, hey, can I talk to Thug or whatever (laughs) they call him? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) One sec. (laughs) one sec here's the phone thug literally facetime machine gun kelly sat with fucking young thug made him talk about everything cat was there we like literally talk about every single thing in the oh my god l rapped for him guys forget that we played selena gomez's song whatever had to leave you to love you or whatever played it for him sing it for him (laughs) and then try to explain who justin bieber is to young thug and then we go home and we stalk him on instagram and justin bieber comments on his picture respond to my dm and we were giving him the drama all of the tea we were explaining Haley bieber selena gomez drama we i literally wrapped a song for him and wrote it on the whiteboard and said if you want to use that it's fine (laughs) We literally talked to him for so long that he was so tired and we just like literally 4am was like, all right, we're going to go now and then sprint to our Uber, sprint out of the bus, grab our phone, sprint, get in the Uber. And we're like, how the fuck did we just make it out of there? Our plan was to turn this man off and we every way we could. We talked about everything. We made him talk about literally childhood trauma Yes, to make him literally not want anything to do with us. That is fucking hilarious. I also had the audacity when walking off of the bus to look at his manager in the eyes and say, if you want this man to be a little more famous, maybe you should hire me for the next tour. He was selling shows out and I had the fucking audacity, my dumb ass, to say, hey, maybe you should hire me and he'll be a little more famous. Also... We got his phone number, and I will admit, after everything that happened, our parents tried to kill us. We did text him and ask if he was in town for All-Star Weekend, okay? And you know what? He didn't fucking respond, okay? Oh, yeah. He put us in a group chat (laughs) and texted us slap. (laughs) So. And he has a fucking timer. Yeah, like timer camera. That is not fucking real. I wish he would have sent those to us. That would be great. 
why they did not make our loud mouth sign an NDA, I am not fucking sure. I don't know. But here we are now and we didn't sign one, motherfucker. Probably they didn't sign anything because we didn't do shit. <laughs> we literally sat there and talked his ear off. Um, but yeah, basically we almost got killed by our parents. Um I would but let's, do the same thing if my kid did that. Let's but. take it back to why our parents would have killed us. Because we were fucking children. We were once again, I think Rev was, you were 19, right? Yeah. I was still 18, still fresh 18. And we went into a room alone with this man who we, we didn't know who he was. We knew, we didn't even know how much fame or money he had, but we, he had all these buses. He had this entourage, whatever he was doing appearances that attracted us, but we had no fucking clue who this person was or what his intentions were. And thank God he wasn't the person he could have been to us. Mm-hmm. We could have walked in that studio. He could have shut the door, locked it, and fucking had his way. Mm-hmm. And we would not have been able to do a fucking thing about he it. He could have killed us. Yeah. He could have done anything he wanted. No one would have known where we were. Which is terrifying. So terrifying. It honestly gives me a stomachache. So from that story, we want you to realize that just because someone's famous, just because they have money, does not mean they're a good person. And no one with that is a good person is going to think you're cooler for hanging out with someone that is famous. And like the Dave Portnoy, not one person when we stepped on that tour bus question our age, not one fucking person, literally no one, literally no one. Our tits were out, out and our fucking asses were out and that's all they cared about. They did not care we about were any literally ages. both 18 at that time. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Like that is disgusting that you don't even care. You have literal children on your bus and you don't give a fuck. And it just goes to show that these it's men typically hate to say it, but got to do not give a flying fuck. They use their clout to get pussy. And unfortunately, it works. I think like also like we're talking about like pretty big celebrities, which I feel like is a common occurrence for like a lot of girls our age. But also there's like just the people that are just wealthy. Like you'll come Mm -hmm. to a city and. I literally I can get like you're not special if they can get bottle service you're not special if they can get into a club you're when we first came here we thought that meant something Mm -hmm. you can get bottle service any single place you want any like literally no one is special for that they don't deserve anything for giving you anything no for doing something for you does not mean you have to do anything for them in response Mm-hmm. And you should not like bend your morals for them. Like maybe they're not a good person or maybe you're kind of freaked out by them because they're getting you bottle service, bitch. I'll find you 10 more guys that will give you the exact same thing. Like they yeah. are not special in any way, shape or form. Every single person get you in a club. You don't need to wait in lines. No one ever like that is fucking you get yourself who, into the fucking club. Who it waits takes in lines. No one waits in lines. Yeah. That's not a flex. Like none no. of that is a flex. No one that has a little bit of a brain will wait in a fucking line. There's no. a way to there's a way to skip the line, guys. That's all I have to say. You literally anyone in a you could literally even if you don't know anyone could go up and say like I know blah blah blah. Even if you don't know them and say I need to go up and talk to them right now. Yeah, in the club, in it immediately. You little can get you reservations anywhere. No one's cool for getting a reservation at fucking wherever. Mm-hmm. You can find anyone like. There's just no excuse for it. And when you move here, like you think that they're the coolest people in the world. And I just don't want you guys to do the same thing. 
I think it's but hard to like any situation. Yeah, you know? money is definitely a huge thing and any guy who throws his money at you is not doing it to be kind but is doing it to get something in return yeah. from you because unfortunately that is the idea that someone throws money at you, someone has more power than you because money really does like equal power in a lot of senses but not really in this at all, you know. And then you think, oh my God, I do owe them this. They've done all of this for me. It doesn't fucking mean a thing to them. And if you say no, the next girl, they'll go do it to another girl. They don't give a fuck about okay, you. And the thing you guys is like, we're telling you this and we're like, oh my God, we were so young. We were so young. We were so naive. And like for us now, it's like, oh my God, my heartache because I wish I could just hug that girl and say like, you don't need to do this. Like, why would you want young folks to serve us? Like whatever it is, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like these people aren't cool because they can get into a club, whatever literally though i wish from my own standpoint like you know you think about it that way these people in the situations were 10 years older than we are now yeah and they knew how young we are like they didn't ask our age but that means they know you yeah know what i mean they don't want to so know our age they wanted to take advantage of us yeah they yeah. had no pure intentions 18 it's so literally sad, six guys. months before that i was a senior in high school yeah same like that is fucking weird i was mm-hmm. living at home with my parents i had no right to be on your fucking tour we bus. were so young that our parents still had the power to say if you guys don't get your shit in line we will pull you out of school that's how young we were like our parents were able to ground us still basically yeah like literally it was insane so we are telling you guys this so you don't have to make our same mistakes also because they're fucking funny stories yeah, they like are. you can't tell me that shit is not so funny rapping for young thug and singing silly lose you to love me that oh. is not fucking real like literally not real um <laughs> but honestly i don't have anything bad to say about young thug he was fine he was nice. yeah he was nice to us um let us out of there thank fucking yeah. god our uber i can't even imagine guys we always talk about this you know when you're in an uber and it's like wow i can't even believe i don't think they're like a real person that uber probably thought who the fuck are these people like these ratchet girls yeah that's who it we was were crazy but you guys always if you're gonna do something stupid please do it in a buddy system yeah um, at least have a friend there who's gonna have your back yeah maybe have some pepper spray safe. too you know please be safe and then remember that men's money and men's fame and men's power one isn't all that it seems to be think about who they are as a person and you never owe anyone fucking anything and in every situation think of it from an outsider's point of view don't think of it as who you are think about that you are like a child think about your daughter yeah like think about like you're literally 18 going on fucking grow man's tour bus filled with men that mm-hmm. don't care about you in any shape like wait any shape way or shape form, or way form. shape or form like there's you think you're cool in the moment you're not just <laughs> just just don't do it just don't do it go have a fun movie night with your friends yeah please. probably why we don't like to go out anymore we're speaking out of trauma like yeah, this literally. is our trauma preach guys don't do it don't do it we Kay. love you guys we love you guys so much be send smart us questions yeah send us questions comments concerns rate the podcast five stars if you love it if not you can leave a nice oh wait 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 i have a text message what what i forgot i have a text message wait this one's good this is so funny i forgot about this false alarm guys you thought we were done here we are okay wait give me five four 
Okay, okay, okay. Someone sent in, she said, after listening to the Can We Really Just Be Friends episode and the listener reading listener text segment, I was inspired to send you this iconic text thread between me and a guy I used to hook up with. Thought you guys would enjoy it. Love, po- love you guys and love the podcast. So fucking funny. Okay. Is it bad to have... This is what he said. Is it bad to have multiple girlfriends? She responded and said, do you have multiple girlfriends? He responded, no, because I haven't committed to multiple girls. She responded and said, then why do you ask? He said... I was wondering if you'd like to be one of my multiple girlfriends. She responded, I'm all set, period. Thank you. I would love, we're going to have to DM her and ask. I would love to know how they met, their dynamic, and where the fuck the text came from. I need a little bit of context on that this one. That is so funny. That, who in their right mind would ever text someone? Do you want, you know what? But also kudos to him because he's being fucking real. He's literally he was being straight. He is keeping uh, it real. He's not, you know, playing the nice guy act. Maybe he listens to Untouched Guys. You never fucking know because he was dissing the nice guy act and he was going straight for the do you want to be one of my multiple girlfriends literally all guns blazing honestly kudos to him and your response is so fucking funny i'm all set i'm all set thank you <laughs> literally not real i need more context girl but it sounds like he's just someone who wants to keep it real to be honest yeah, honestly he just wants a couple girlfriends and that's all Okay, we love you guys. Love you so much. Review, listen, send to a friend, and kisses to all of you. Bye. Bye.